Welcome back, boys and girls. It's the Pick Your Poison podcast. The Rebs are 7-0. The Hogs are, huh? Back? Back? Huh? We're here to give you the picks. Let's ride. Hitting the post, boys. That's Nothing called, better. That's called hitting the post for all you newbies out there. Speaking of post players, Santi Aldama. Speaking of post. So, for all you listeners out there, we were at the Grizz-Knicks overtime game. We just got back. Grizz win, as is tradition. The Grizz are so back. We never left. John Morant for MVP. Is this, is this the first podcast after we had the record win? Or, I mean, I guess I'm saying, should we record a podcast after every Grizz game? Yes, yes. We're we're undefeated after every Grizz game. If you remember last year, we recorded the same type of podcast after a Grizz win, and we were undefeated in that podcast. So we are back to the same thing this year. Opening night, Grizz win in overtime over the New York Knicks. The Rebs are 7-0. and The Hogs... Finally found their themselves. Offense, yeah. baby. They had to go to Mormon country. Had to go up to BYU, to Utah. And the, not, we just soaked it, in a victory there. It, it's a journey. It's a journey. It, it's just not about the the end result. It's about the journey. Listen, hey, all day we all day we were just penetrating. We weren't really moving. Yeah, we were just penetrating. We were just yeah. laying inside there. In the first, in the first, first like quarter, y'all had no. Y'all were not moving down the field. Y'all are just kind of like stagnant in the middle of the line. And then all of a sudden, in the second quarter, y'all started like penetrating a little bit. The air got a little wet. It was it was soaking. Well, I mean, when I saw Bert, so, so we're sitting there in the Grove watching the games. And and Bert sitting there with his, his little iPad while we're watching the Tennessee uh, it was, it was a Alabama kind of, game. He had a Kindle. Yeah. Well, we also we had the rubber uh, grips on the side so he couldn't yep. like hit himself on the head when he was getting angry. He does get angry. Uh, he does get angry, but but no, I, I was really I was really pleased to see Arkansas show what they're supposed the the Arkansas team that we know that they are. Yeah. I knew KJ was going to be back. I had the over. At one point, Burt came up to me in the, in the Grove and said, the the live over-under is at 99.5. I was like, I mean, that, that, that's so many points. I, I have no idea what's going on. And that was like in the fourth quarter. It really wasn't that much time remaining. I knew my over was going to hit by at that point. But the Hogs covered. The Rebs didn't cover, but whatever. Nah, the Rebs it, just, was, it was... That hey, was, let's just call it what it was. No, the Rebs played like absolute you, you trash. Did, you did the Hogs a service. You did the SEC a service by keeping Brian Harson for two more weeks. Yeah, we're the, all no, we're stealing. Their we had boots. the kill shot there, right there, and we didn't take it. Yeah, the kill shot though means they're gonna like fire him and then maybe like weasel some recruits. It, it doesn't. No, 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 no. We're gonna oh, steal, oh, stealing their recruits. Strategic. Lane is stealing them recruits. Give us that satisfaction next yes, weekend. Yes. Well, Brian Harson's going to go back to Utah after he gets fired by Auburn. He'll go back to his homeland. Hogs won that. Rebs, look, you just go undefeated. That's hey, all that you matters. Just win the, if you win every game that's in front of you, you then, go. You then, go. Who, who's the second? Hey, I'm the best team in the country. One and zero. Stay humble. Uh, but, but we also need to discuss those full. Uh, I, I hate to even bring up their name. 
Congratulations to the Tennessee fans. That's awesome, but I absolutely hate y'all. And and I literally I literally had to block the word Tennessee football on on Twitter this week because it was just so obnoxious. See, I don't run into that many Vols fans. I get you grew up around a lot of Vols, but like, but they're, they're I was okay, imagine this, for them. They are worse. They are worse than Bama fans, but they don't have anything to back it up with. At least Bama fans could say like we've won this the many natty championships since we've been alive. Tennessee fans don't have that. But they act like they are that. I did see a lot of Tennessee fans being like, they've acted like they're they're so much back that they're like already like perennial college football playoff, not only contenders but like they're already there. Their their fans think that they are like national champions. Well, did you not see Brandon Walker get into it with uh, Wes Rucker? Yes, Wes Rucker might be the worst human on the face of the earth. And Brandon Walker's like college. He's like that's it's it's great that Tennessee's good, but he goes. Y'all don't make college football like, the way they like to believe it. That, well, that is like what, same same thing with college baseball. If if West, they they literally act like they invented college yeah. baseball. If Wes Rucker wants to come on this podcast to defend himself, he can. But like he makes it out to seem like Tennessee winning one game against Bama makes college football the mecca of of the entire universe. He makes it seem like it's the greatest thing that's ever been since sliced bread. Screw Jerusalem, which uh, which Knoxville. Look, hey, you said the same fucking thing when the balls were undefeated in, or like not undefeated, but like the baseball. Looking hot in baseball. They were hot in baseball. You were saying the same thing. Look, I get it. Y'all beat Bama. It's cool. That's tight and all. This look, I will say the scene in Knoxville was electric. No, no, that was so cool. All, all respect to them on that, and, yes. and, and I was happy for them for that. But what I cannot stand is the after effects. Just where, just don't where, act like you're. Where, you've act been like there. You, oh yeah, exactly. It's everything that every uh, middle school coach ever told you. Act like you've been there before. I couldn't. And I, they, they're not. Well, they have, well, have, their, their entire Twitter population has not been there before. Yeah, no, that's it's true. been fifteen. They, years. They've never been able to tweet. For my Alabama exactly. So I, I will, that was one of my favorites. I, I, I did see another tweet though that was like, "Oh, you think uh, Tennessee is now all of a sudden annoying? Wait for Bama fans who have Twitter was invented in like 2008, which was right when Saban yeah got but no one was really tweeting then. So it's but, really about to but fire if, off. if if somehow if Bama started like losing a little bit, which I'm not obviously prognosticating. But if Bama were to somehow start losing, their fans would take over Twitter and become like the worst humans that you've ever incels. seen. Incels. Well, I've seen. They'd be worse than incels. Yes. I've seen fire Bill O'Brien stuff, and I was, I've been over here talking about how Hog Twitter's miserable. Hog They've literally Twitter. lost one game, and they want to fire Bill O'Brien. He has no really that good receivers. Bryce Young is honestly. But but but, 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 but also he put up fifty five points. Yeah. The, the, their their offense was not their Dude. issue. Their issue is it's 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 golding. Guy, yeah. it's golding. I watched the replay of that game. Bryce Young made throws that took my breath away. Yeah, I mean he was amazing. He was so good that I I literally gasped. I like. Like, if they didn't well, have him, they would have lost by 50. Well, well a, I'm glad he got hurt in our game. It's the same thing with the, the Tennessee game. Or, the, the, excuse me, the other UT game, uh, Texas game, where where if he's not in that game, they lose it by two scores or yeah. more. I mean, shout out to the Vols. Look, I couldn't imagine. Congratulations. I couldn't imagine taking a, a win against Bama 
way too far overboard, tearing down the goalpost, thinking you're gonna, thinking you're like way back, and then and then not. Surely you win the rest and of the then, game. Yeah, right? uh, of course. Yeah. Like that normally happens, right? Yeah. yeah. We, we, we've seen this. Is no way, history. like someone like a bird but, but, yeah, but, but, gets so, in the way. So I know we're being sarcastic, nope. but my favorite, fa- favorite uh, thing I've seen on like a uh, message board, Twitter, or whatever, was that that Tennessee threw the. Uh, that they tore down the goalpost. Obviously, threw in the river. they threw in the river because the the goalpost was not uh, standard size. So they were trying to hide that they had made the goalpost <laughs> bigger than it was supposed <laughs> to be. Which I was like, who knows when you start the freaking game? Which big brain. Which side you're gonna be kicking? But but I th- that was my f- that was that actually that's my second favorite uh, message board thing. The other one was Mississippi State fans contemplating whether they should lose. Or, or purposely lose because if we uh, if, if they lose to Bama, then Ole Miss like excuse me if they beat Bama, then we basically only can we can lose one game. And yeah, be fine. God forbid State beat Bama and Ole Miss has a a, a nice pathway to to, to to Atlanta for the SEC championship game. But we'll get right into this week, boys and girls. Boomer, do you have our first game of the week? Uh, I got our first game here. We got Texas at Oklahoma State. OK State's a six and a half point favorite or dog, excuse me, uh, sixty one and a half point uh, total here. So I've been riding Oklahoma State all year, and now you're telling me they're at home. I I feel like this is too easy of a bet, honestly. Like, how are they at home? I get Texas is off a bye, but like, and they're like Quinn Ewers is playing, but Oklahoma State. Coming off a tough loss, I'm taking Oklahoma State plus six and a half here. I love that. I think they're over before the season of eight and a half wins. I think since the standards, they're at five. Yeah, five and one. Five Five and one. Still alive. If they beat Texas, like I also took Texas under for the year, so this is a big game for me. I'm riding with Oklahoma State and the Gundys and Spencer Sanders. I get they lost a heartbreaking game against TCU last weekend, but. But back at home this week against Texas, give me Oklahoma State. Bert, what you got in this one? Yeah, this is one of those lines that last week, lately I've been struggling with these lines that you immediately see and you think you've got to go one way. And that one way, I think Oklahoma State, right? They're at home. This seems too easy. 66% of the bets right now are on OK State. Mm. Stinky oh, dog. Oh, I hate this so much. Don't Don't care. I don't care. I'm riding with my Gundys and my Oklahoma State. I'm, I've also have the Texas under, so under under uh, win total. So I'm gonna go Texas here just to hedge that initial bet because at this point in the season, I thought it was gonna be a much easier win than it is. I think they're kind of legit. I think Quinn Ewers is pretty damn good. Fucking six and a half, sure. You said sixty six percent of bets are on Oklahoma State, but only fifty one percent of money is on Oklahoma State. Is that I, I, enough to sway you? Hey, 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 I, I have, uh, I've prayed that you know, I, this past two weeks, I, I don't even, we didn't even talk about it. I would almost went o o n six. That's true. Which was my goal, but uh, unfortunately, Clemson, uh, Clemson screwed, screwed me up. So I went one and five. So I had to eat those units, but. I prayed to Moneyline Jesus, and I'm taking OK State Moneyline here, uh, plus 200. We'll hear from Moneyline Jesus here in a little bit. Real quick, before we go any further, I will rattle off the the card from last week. Bert 
was six and five, just kind of pushing. His hogs won, which won him a bunch of money, but the rest of the card wasn't that great. Six and five for Burt. Yours truly, Rev's Bagman, also six and five. Look, not fifty percent. Not fifty percent. I I only bet eleven games, so I couldn't, or I guess I could have pushed one, but six and five for yours truly. Boomer was one and five, which puts him at um, one and fourteen. But let's remember, I was trying to go. You were over. trying. I was trying to go for over. Uh, I I think actually the only game that I actually. Like actually put bet for my was TCU well, you, was the whoa, whoa 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 you only you didn't bet the games that you gave out on this podcast no 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 I'm saying the one that I just couldn't couldn't do like with my conscience was the Alabama game I hmm. took Alabama so did you not bet the rest of them I bet them all I I am I'm hey if anyone's looking for a nice house in High Point Terrace. Uh, I've got a hell of a deal for you. <laughs> His dad has a hell of a deal for you. We'll get right into our next one, though. UCLA at Oregon, the Pac-12 after dark in the daytime. It's 2.30 Central Time kickoff, which makes that, what, like 11.30 Pac-12 time? Uh, 12.30. 12.30 Pac-12 sure. time. UCLA is a six-point underdog in Autzen Stadium. Bo Nix is a home favorite, which Oregon at home is different than Oregon on the road. The over-under is at 72, Boomer. Do you trust Bo Nix at home? I, th- I think Bo Nix is evolving. I know Bo Nix on the road is a ter- terrible thing, but I, I, I think he is... I mean, I, I really think he's kind of coming into his own right now. And so I, I think I'm going to ride with the Oregon here. So you think Bo Nix in Austin? Look, I trust Bo Nix. Well, well I, mean, I mean, like the, I mean, oh my God, the, the ruckus. Uh, wait, no, it's at, this is at Oregon. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Definitely, yes, I'm taking Oregon. Look, I get that. Like, like Oregon at home is way better than Oregon on the road. Bo Nix way better at home than on the road. I think this is way too many points. You're giving me six and a half with UCLA and DTR. DTR is a stud quarterback. Chip Kelly revenge game. Chip Kelly. Are you telling me this is a Chip Kelly revenge game, Bert? No, because I don't think it can be a Chip Kelly revenge game because he's had, what, three straight revenge games and he's lost all of them. Yeah, I always do that to you because uh, Chip Kelly revenge game, it's a, it's a, a, a thing that you say, but like he's played them already so many times. But but the last two years he's only lost to to Oregon by three points. The first year that he played when he was at UCLA, that he played Oregon, he lost by twenty one. But the last two years only by three. I think this is a close game. If it's a high total of seventy two, you're giving me six and a half points. I'm gonna take UCLA and DTR. Catching that much, that many points, it's gonna be a shootout. Like I could see this being a fourth quarter game with five minutes left and tied at like 45-45. Who the hell knows? Give me the points with UCLA and Chip Kelly. Finally, maybe finally breaking through to beat his old team. I'll take that all day. Give me UCLA and the points, Bert. What do you? I mean. So far, and, and looking at our card throughout I mean, this entire slate that we're going to talk about, 
The lines, the, the lines that Vegas are making are just so mean. It's six and a half, they three are and a half, six and a half, 14 and a half. It's like, it, it, it's nothing is obvious. They're begging I don't you know. to take certain sides. Exactly, but I don't know what happened to them last week. Did, did all of these hooligans in Knoxville download the FanDuel app and bet $1 to win $100 on FanDuel on Tennessee? Yes. And they all yes. just got their boosts and they these just... Hillbillies. These hillbillies. Hicks. I mean, meth sales have gone up in the mountain country yeah. tremendously this week, I'd imagine. And West Virginia won, too. West Virginia beat Baylor last weekend in West Virginia. Meth sales are up. Ooh, I didn't even think Half of them that. can read the labels that say that cigarettes are dangerous. I mean, that's just a fact. <laughs> Smoke your cigarette. I, dude, so last game, I took the minus six and a half. I took Texas. This game, I'm flipping coins here. I'm going UCLA plus six and a half. I'm right there with you, Bagman, on on the aspect of Chip Kelly. He's knocking on the door. He's getting a little bit closer and closer and closer. I mean, what's worse, like the revenge game year one or the revenge game year four? Mm. You've given him four years to prepare. He's getting there now. I guess it is Dan Lanning's first year. So the last, the like last two years, the last two years, he's only lost by three. Yeah, he is exactly on the door. So he's that getting there, and it, I think it kind of hurts three years later. Or four years later. So give me UCLA plus I six mean, and a my, half. My, my thing is just a 72-point total. Like, a total that high. It, there's so much variance in, like, the amount of scores that can happen. If you think that many points are going to be scored, who the hell knows who's going to win? It could be 35-35, 74-74, oh. like, whatever. You know, that, that's actually a great point to make because I wonder, which we say this every freaking week, Man, I, I wonder if we kept track of that. If, if, if like we would see how it would work out, but but that actually would would be an interesting stat to keep up with. If it's a point total over sixty five points, yeah, the underdog ends how clo- up or, or how close is that line to the actual projection? Yeah, if both teams. But are but I also could see it the other way that the favorite just just them out. races them. Yeah. yeah so out. No, yeah. I think these two teams are way too close to have like a one team just kill someone. So I'm riding with six and a half. If 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 Oregon wins at home by three, like whatever. But so I, I think UCLA wins this game. Is All is right. the is the Pac-12 doing what like we've come accustomed to in the SEC, where the the biggest game of the weekend is the first game of the weekend? You know, apparently because like, 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 this game's at twelve thirty. Like game's at twelve thirty. Look, come think about so, it. Well, There's no, no definitely wait, 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 not. So, so what is that? A nine thirty. No, it, you know it's twelve thirty. Twelve thirty for them. Oh, two thirty. Two thirty for us. Okay. We've been at the Grizzlies game for a while, so don't take us too much. We've, more. we've had a few Chardonnays. What of it? But no, that's the, actually a Hennessy sipping crowd. So. The the sure. the USC Utah game last weekend was electric, and that didn't kick off until eight o'clock. Of course, I was asleep. You were passed out. Oh boy, that was a great college that, football Friday. I didn't need to watch Pac twelve. That was big time for the Rebs. We went right into the next one, but first we're gonna call Pullman and give his thoughts on these ribs. All right, Pullman. So the ne- next game we got is Vandy at Mizzou. Mizzou's at fourteen point favorite. Totals at fifty one. What you got here? Uh, I I love the Commodores catching the points and on the money line here. It's you know I think this is the one where I get my heart broken. Like, they lose by one because of a bandy. So that's the reason I want, I want to take the points as well. 
but but the doors are looking a little hot. They're looking a little frisky. Um, Missouri, they're not terrible, but I don't think they like to win games. So give me the doors here, and also you know Como. I think there'll be like eight thousand fans there total. Do you take them on the money line, Pullman? Yeah, I'm taking them on the money line. Uh, see, plus four thirty. Do you think they're going to outscore them, or their defense is going to be a little stout? Dude, I think Swan can beat bad defenses by himself. That quarterback is like kind of good for Vandy. I have the over here. I don't know if if Vandy's going to win. I might. I mean, obviously, I'll follow you into Valhalla in terms of money line games, but I got the over here. Vandy's demons suck so bad. I get Missouri's offense whatever, but like Vandy can score with AJ Swan and their defense is so bad and this total seems so low with 51. The over here is going to hit at some point. No matter if Vandy's defense sucks so bad or if AJ Swan just scores into the stratosphere. Bert, do you have a read on this one? Vandy has done enough of a enough for us already this yes. year. You know, they, they have earned us our money. Two and a half. So I'm, I'm too scared to bet them, although I think plus 14 is just an absurd amount to give egregious. Missouri. It is egregious. I mean, that's crazy. So I'll do a little sprinkle on that plus 14, but I really love it over here. I think this is going to be a, uh, a very drunk game, but more of a drunk game in terms of a lot of points, not the drunk games that we've been seeing on Thursday night football and Sunday night football and Monday night football when Russell Wilson's the quarterback. We're talking about some drunk fumble recoveries for a touchdown, block punts, that kind of stuff. So give me the over as well. Boomer, what are you thinking? Oh, I, I think I'm on a, a Vandy money line right here. Vandy is what they are. Yeah. I think, I think we, know, we know what they are. I, I think Mizzou just kind of sucks. And, and I, I would... level competition. Yeah, exactly. This is they're actually playing that they're actually playing in a fight where everyone has the same weapons on each side. Uh, so I, I I think Vandy has a legit shot to win this. And what did you say the money line is? Plus four thirty. Uh, yeah, I'll take that every day. Pullman, are you afraid that uh, Missouri's coming off a bye and and Vandy's coming off a Georgia ass kicking? You know. I think that Vandy's just one of those teams where, like, everyone on, on their team is the same level. So, I, I feel like they probably actually just rolled out there with, against Georgia's just some bodies. I mean, they're fighting for last place in the East. That's a big, or in the entire conference. It's a big battle. Relegation, some might say. <laughs> Sawani gets to come back in the SEC. If, if he loses this game, he's probably losing his job. Who? Dork? Drinkwitz. Oh, Dorkwitz? Dorkwitz. Yeah, he'd be two and five, and I only see probably one more win left on the schedule. You know, maybe they steal one, but that's that's still only four and eight. I mean, he definitely seems like the type of guy that a fraternity dude might cuck him. Look, all I know is I have a soft spot for Vandy because they they hit our win total in the fourth week of the season. Very impressive. It was impressive. It was very impressive. I was in Nashville when they were winning against the Rebs. At halftime, I think they're a good team. Pullman, I'm right there with you. I think they're going to score a bunch of points. The over's going to hit. So, are we all on Vandy, Moneyline? Yeah. Yeah, I'll ride with them. I'll ride with that's the boys. A, that's a consensus Out of play. solidarity. That's a handshake. Hey, all right, well, so, next game we have 
We have the Rebs at in Baton Rouge. We are currently a two-point dog. Totals at 68. Bagman, give me your thoughts because I'm I'm torn up over this game. Well, this is a system play, unfortunately. The ranked team as an underdog makes me have to bet the Tigers. Minus two. It's also an emotional hedge. I have to, I can't handle betting on the Rebs here as an underdog, but I think that's the wrong side. Brian Kelly is three and fourteen against the top twenty-five as a head coach. I think ever as I think he's a loser. He's four and thirteen against AP top ten since twenty ten. Yeah, four and thirteen. So basically, what I said. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, a lot, yeah, a lot of those top ten are 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 probably Ohio State. Yeah, and then the playoffs. USC, the Rebs, like three or four playoff games, the Rebs. Bert, outside perspective here, I need I need someone to tell me. A, something. As a Vandy fan, give 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 us give us some love. Yeah, as a Commodore, I'll y'all will appreciate hearing this. I'm taking the seven and O team, and if I'm gonna take the seven and O team. Not only plus one and a half, that's is it plus on the money line? It's not minus one oh five or anything. It's plus one ten. Okay, so yeah, give me two units on the revs. I just you don't know what uh LSU team you're gonna get all year. On the same token, like you don't know what half y'all are gonna get for y'all. Like is it gonna be the first half, is it gonna be the second half? Regardless, y'all put together a full total game that's been pretty good so far every year, aside from I guess the Auburn game. In a yeah. way, which was just, I think, just kind of a it seemed like a stupid game from the start. Um, do we put any we, we, stock? We play down. We play down. Pullman, Pullman. Do you put any stock into like my thing is that last weekend is is shaping everyone's opinion on this game that yes, Ole Miss, Ole Miss played played with their food. We played down. We played down. We, we played with our food. They beat we were, Auburn by more points than LSU beat Auburn, and they're like pointing that like, I, I think people watched some different games, or have just been, it's either everyone's overreacting to week seven, or I, I don't get it. I've watched different college football. Do you know how bad Florida's been in their past 15 games against the SEC? Are they also four and thirteen? Are they pulled up Brian Kelly? They are three and thirteen against the last seventeen SEC opponents. Holy shit, that is so bad. Florida yes. is yes. Yeah, so I, 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 yeah, I, I think you're right that everyone's overhyping the LSU win over Florida, and then Reds are going to win this. But, but 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 also too, Arkansas. I understand that they are they are they're butt right now. But they have shown, yeah, but they've shown spunk. Why'd you bring up Arkansas there? Oh, excuse me. Auburn, Auburn. Excuse me. Auburn has shown spunk throughout this year. Where they, where they've like gotten out to a lead, or like they, 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 they they've held, held serve for a little bit. They haven't quit on Harson. I know that much. Exactly. Yeah, but that, that's part of like playing for your coach kind of situation. You get into these close situations, but you still don't win because you're not the better team. Yeah, but, but but I mean, hell, they've had several times where they're up seventeen nothing and stuff like that. Their their team does not quit, and I don't know. I, I think people might be overblowing us. And the money's on LSU here, dude. Give me the Rebs. So are are you pull, uh, Boomer? Are you betting on the Rebs? You uh, sound very confident right there. Well, no, 
Uh, I'm, I'm out money on. The Rebs? Yes, I'm Rebs money on. We're, we're going to win this game. Oh my God. Y'all are going to win that game. Let me talk to some Rebs fans real quick. Pullman, listen to me real quick. If we don't go into Baton Rouge and win this game, everything else for the rest of the year, it's all it's all a lot. Like, if you can't go into Baton Rouge and win, then maybe you just are who you are. Maybe you just are a 9-3 team. You'll, you'll have to accept the fate that I'm accepting right now. Yeah, maybe maybe now we, if you don't go into Baton Rouge and win, then you know who you are. But if you can't go into Baton Rouge and win, then... Then we are who we thought we were. Exactly, exactly. Like... Like don't stress. Don't stress over this game. Don't get all like in your emotions. If we lose this game, if we lose this game, then we never deserve to be where we are right now. Yeah. We don't deserve yeah. to be the seventh it, team it, of the country. It, it, if you if we lose this game, you'll find me hanging from the rafters. Listen, y'all need a hype man right now, and I'm telling you, Ole Miss is winning this football game. I I was at two units. I'll even go three. How, how many? Um, how high do I need to go to make you feel better, Bagman? Four. Yeah. Four units, Rebs. Watch Four for units, Rebs. Pullman, Pullman, Pull, Pullman. Do you have me, any re- rebuttals to that? Give me some more. Yeah, I, I'm going Tennessee 2021 on this game. Five unit Rebs plus two. Oh, all right. I'll go five units. Dude, like, I also don't think people are factoring in. We have sick DBs in coverage. Like they sucked in tackling last week. They're gonna be able to cover these guys still. But 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 but. Did, the, the only thing that really worried me after last weekend, though, was how they just ran the ball down their, our throat. And, and not much pressure. Y'all did not get much pressure when Ashford dropped back. Pullman, tell, tell about some, some three-down linemen. But I felt, like, I felt like it was almost yeah. purposeful, though. Pullman, tell me about some three-down linemen. T- tell me I'm wrong. Boomer, so I, I put the tape back on. I wanted to see what, what my eyes were telling me if what I remembered during the game was true. Every time we played four down linemen and had a spy, we literally destroyed Ashford in the backfield. Every time we played three, long third down, first down, first down. We played pressure and a coverage. We have good enough corners to go full one-on-one through the middle, have one guy high or two guys high, and then just blitz spy. So so, so you think we were playing the long game there? Like, Like, Why did we not change it up? Because I don't think we have enough depth at D-line right now to be throwing out four stud D-linemen at, at will, I guess. I mean, Ivy didn't play the full game. Cedric Drespa didn't play. Who else played limited on the D-line? Pegues. Pegues played limited. I mean, yeah, what's his face? Uh, 95, I can't remember his name right now. Robinson. He played like every snap because everyone else was like a little dinged up. I think we're gonna play more D line depth this week, and we're gonna run out more D linemen, and we're gonna we're gonna put pressure on them, unlike last week. Yeah. Well, well Pullman, I'm glad to hear that. that. That got me a little fired up there. Pullman. I know. I know. I, know. I, I I teared up during that speech right there. All right. I, I had a money line or two I wanted to fire off. All right. First one system play. We're we're running FIU up again. Money line <laughs> plus four thirty. They're playing. The fight Wheel Healy's Charlotte, who might be a bottom five team also. When two bad teams play, you know, you just gotta take the take the money line. Hope you're on the right side there. What's that money line? I think that one's plus four four thirty also. Well I had one more maybe, but all, the last one I liked. I mean, just wouldn't it be funny also if Notre Dame lost to UNLV? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Is it in Vegas again? They're at eighteen to one odds. UNLV. Um, they've beaten 
teams who have beaten Notre Dame this year. So by the transitive property for an 18-to-1 play, give me, give me UNLV. I'll take him to cover. I like that. I love UNLV there, too. I love that spot. Pullman's got that dog in him. <laughs> Pullman. I'm all dog. You are a dog. All right. Is that all you got? Yes, that's all I got for the week. All right. I love you, brother. And we'll talk to you next week. Konnichiwa. All right, so next game we've got Mississippi State at Alabama. Alabama's a 21-point favorite. Total's at 60-and-a-half. Yeah, Saban's pissed, and... I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared just to be in the vicinity of that. This <laughs> in the same state as the other team that's about to have this weapon. I'm very sad for State to have to play this game. It's honestly, like... I've, I feel like they've played Bama every time after a loss over the past like ten years. Well, yeah, I, I think I think Bert had the stat here. It was what it corrected. was. The, so Bama has lost like what ten games since twenty two thousand eight. Yeah, something like that under the Saban era. Ten conference games, and five of those times, State has been the next opponent. <laughs> State's always there to like just the the redhead stepchild that's ready to get an ass whipping. So I've gone back into like the the history of this game, and <laughs> Bama and State has not gone over sixty one points since nineteen eighty eight. That's some history. Hear is me. That, is that where the total is? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. The total is at sixty one points. This game has not gone over. That many points since 1988. And also, State hasn't covered 21 points. They've only covered it once since 2010. State will not score against a pissed-off Saban defense. And Bryce Young is the opposing quarterback. They will score enough. I almost almost got... Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the country. He just is having to deal with... Not a lot of great great things around him. Yeah, I, the Bryce Young like like without without him, like, say an average SEC quarterback is with Alabama, they would have two to three losses. Bryce Young is so good. He he made throws that I gasped at last weekend, but he doesn't play defense. Yeah, yeah he he so does not play defense. They lost uh, to Tennessee, but I'm going Bama minus twenty one. And the under of 61, did you hear 1988? They have not scored this many points. I always got cute and started doing, like, Mississippi State team total under and all this stuff. But, like, no. I'm just going with Bama, minus 21, Saban's pissed, and Mississippi State, the team, the the whole game under. State might not score. Here, I'll I'll go ahead and read, read you out the last four or five scores here. 49-9, 49 to 9, 41 to nothing, 38 to 7, 24 to 0. Like, like, state, I, I don't know what it is about them, but they end up getting set up after they uh, Bama has a loss and just gets their ass whipped. Yeah. So I'm going to take Bama minus 21. Like, it, I, I, I bet that the second I saw that line. See, but it, it has nothing to do with last weekend either. It's just the, the fact that. State can't score against this band. Yeah, well, well, and State's really good against bad teams, yes. but they, they, their offense sucks against good teams. I mean, Kentucky, I mean, I mean, I mean look at Kentucky last weekend. 
It, it it really didn't even matter whether Levis played or not. No. Like, Kentucky would have won that game no matter what. So, I, I was looking at some stuff on Twitter, and apparently, like, state fans feel like Kroger Field is a curse to them. Mm. Like, every time they go to Kroger Field, they just straight up cannot score points. But even more of a curse, the last touchdown scored by Mississippi State at Bryant-Denny Stadium Guess who the quarterback was that threw that touchdown? Dak Prescott? In 2014. Oh, my God. That's a long time. That's, what, four games? Yeah, eight years, so four games. They haven't scored a touchdown there. A touchdown. Yeah, thrown a touchdown. 16 quarters, give or take, in four games. That's insane. Um, Therefore, uh, I've lost the last two weeks. Y'all know what I'm going to do here. I'm taking... Bama first quarter, Hammertown, max play. Holy yeah. Has that lost the last two games? It's lost the last two. Matt, water finds its level. I, 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 love, I love that. Part. I'm betting every dollar that's left in my bank account on Bama first quarter. Easily. What is it? Is it six and a half? I mean, if the line's... T- I, it, it won't show it, me on action right now, but if the line's 21, it, I'm going to imagine it, it's it doesn't probably matter. four and a half. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Bama first quarter is... The mega lock of the week. Easily. Um, all right, so, well, so next game we've got, we have A&M at South Carolina. This is kind of, I mean, it's not, in the grand scheme of college football, not a very interesting game, but SEC-wise, kind of interesting. A&M is catching three points. Or, or excuse me, South Carolina's catching three points. Uh, Tells at 45. Where's this game? In at Col- South Carolina. In Columbia. In Como. South Carolina. So, this is a uh, system play from way back in the day. Both teams coming off a bye. Means... <laughs> just tell me what it is. Yeah, this, could, this could pertain to the Hogs next week, so what's the system? I'm, I'm, I'm just listening. Both teams coming off a bye. So, I went deep into the numbers last year. Thinking that like maybe the favorite would just like kill the opposing team or whatever. No, no, no. The under hits when both teams come off a bye like this. I, I guess like the defenses are I, just dialed up. Yes, the defense that makes that, that makes sense. Yes. So give me the under of forty five here. A and M can't score, and I mean I don't think South Carolina is good as I, like. Can either one of you name one offensive player on South Carolina? Uh, Spencer, uh, something. Uh, Spencer something. Rattler. Rattler. That's it. That's it. He's injured. <laughs> what? Oh, no. How injured are we talking? Uh, not playing this game. Well, I am hammering. Uh, I'm, t- I'm taking A&M. Then. So, give me the under of uh, both teams all by and Spencer Rattler's out. I'm taking A&M minus three. I'm convinced that Spencer Rattler is not injured. More so that Spencer Rattler realizes hard. the film is getting really bad on him, and his his he needs to go pro. No more film needs to happen for Spencer Rattler. No, let's just get to the combine because I will get invited, and he'll show let's up just the go combine. pro. Yeah, he, he oh, will. Sure, the numbers will look great. He'll run a four five forty in the combine, throw like a absolute rope across the middle, and some team, some dumb team, probably the Panthers will probably draft him. Even though they drafted Matt Corral, who's the GOAT. Also, um, UCLA, Oregon, both teams coming off a bye. 
over under 72. Right. I'm not saying anything, but that's a high-ass total. Give me the under on that one, too. Listen, South Carolina sucks. And we've seen that, like, losing your starting quarterback is a big deal. Like, I think, and y'all talked really? about this. When we... Well, well uh-huh. from from the per- uh-huh. from the perception of when Kentucky played South Carolina, South Carolina dominated them. Wait, who's starting quarterbacks out in this game? Spencer Rattler. But when Kentucky played South Carolina, South Carolina dominated them. When we all thought Kentucky still yeah. had a chance. When Arkansas played Mississippi State, Mississippi State dominated them. When y'all thought we had a chance, I've kind of lost my train of thought here, but. Nevertheless, well, well, no, no. It, it, elite quarterbacks make a difference in college football, believe it or not. I guess that's, that's, that's a why. Wait, hey, 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 y'all at home, put your pants on. Make sure you're buckled down to your to your couch. If you've got KJ, having a good quarterback center. really affects that. Hey, hey put your own mitts on, ladies but, and gents, because a quarterback makes a difference. Hey, but also this man. This man remembers the '98 uh, balls. That's actually a good point. Do we even well, have? I, I do. I, I remember the '94. We have one more. I remember the '94 basketball hogs more. But what I'm getting at here, I just remember my train of thought, and that is. Wait, do you remember the '94 hogs? Oh yeah, that's the best night of my life. You were two years old. Uh, best night of my life. What about you? Might have still been in your dad's balls, but uh, the '92 uh, tied. When they won Natty Championship. Man, Do you remember that, that? You remember that one? How, how good was that team? I mean, that was the heyday of... Uh, the, the, the reason we say game. this is that Bert was claiming earlier that he like specifically remembers the Vols winning a championship. No, that, that, that was a moment. Five years old. That was a, that was a college football moment that stuck in my brain since I was a little one. A was, Jer- was Jeremy McFadden on that team? <laughs> Jeremy McFadden's been on our team forever. But actually, no, we had Clint Sterner and we fumbled the ball... In Knoxville, Yo, yeah, Houston Nutt was Tuesday. the coach, and Run DMC was running wild, and the Vols feel like it's '98. All right, well, well, hold on. so we've South- got one more game left here, boys. We'll, I'm going Texas A&M. <laughs> what I was getting at is South Carolina actually sucks. They do suck. All right, so the last Under. game we've had is Kansas State TCU. Uh, TCU is a three and a half point favorite. Totals at fifty four and a half. TCU coming off like the biggest win in program history. Everything about this says let down spot. Let down spot. I'm riding with TCU. Ooh, Max okay. Duggan. Also, okay, I should have said this at the beginning. I've been Max Duggan. What a name. I, yeah, what I've been I've been um five hundred for the past like year of my life in betting. Even last weekend, I bet eleven games just so I wouldn't go five hundred. I still went six and five. I I will be when the car gets released. Half of my picks will be inversely related to what my mind thinks, just because I I can't keep going six and five, five and five, whatever you want. Five hundred is going to leave my brain. So this is the the first game in which spawned this whole thing. My brain says Kansas State in the spot with TCU rushing the field in the first time in like a hundred years. So you're going a little last week boomer here. You just want to, yeah, yeah, but but only for half of the games of my brain. Only what like my first mega thought, boomer. Yeah, yeah, I'm big big brain boomer. BBB. <laughs> yeah, big bag breath. Big brain boomer. 
big brain boomer. I'm sticking with TCU. My normal brain would say Kansas State, but TCU's the better team. I'm just saying. Quarterback's a quarterback. All I got to say is. Over a 58-2. TCU minus three and a half. Watch out for me this week. All I got to say. Over. What was the over under? 58? Uh, 58, yeah. Yeah, 58. Over, over. Kansas State runs the damn ball. 54 and a half, actually. Yeah. Wait, give me a ton of points here. Kansas State's pass defense sucks. TCU's run defense sucks. Those are those teams' strengths. Give me the over. And then my fade myself, which is actually my real pick, which is actually my fake my brain pick. TCU minus three and a half. Bert, do you have anything on this? No, I hate this game. Two purple teams. I don't want to bet on it. At least spank our ass on the way out. But I do have Cincinnati minus three and a half. SMU stinks. SMU does stink. They are actually very terrible. I was uh, at a dinner party I did not want to uh, attend. I hope Mrs. Burt doesn't hear this. dinner party. Last Friday, I, I had to suffer through Draw outside some caviar. of the We did. We had some caviar, drank some Chardonnay, watched SMU versus Navy. There was a 15-minute delay because of uh, the SMU pony what? shit on the field. I bet there was some... I, I, bet there was, <laughs> oh, I saw when everyone was picking up the shit. I bet there was a lot that of, would rally SMU. Uh, so giving Cincinnati, they're extremely better than three and a half points over SMU. I have Texas Tech against West Virginia. Let's go. West Virginia on the road. They stink. They came off a, a huge win against Baylor. They're, they're now on the road. And they're a look-ahead spot with Texas coming in next weekend. Give me Texas Tech at home, minus six and a half. I have the over in BYU and Liberty. Liberty's head coach, Hugh Freeze, is going to be the next head coach at Auburn. And he is trying to score a hell of points against a shitty BYU defense. Burt, how bad is BYU's defense? Arkansas's offense. Kendall Browse, as the kids would say, was in his bag. Element, sure, whatever. BYU's even sucks. Give me the over in Liberty and BYU. Minnesota plus four and a half. Penn State played Michigan last weekend. They're playing Ohio State next weekend. This is a classic middle spot here. They are off a off a tough loss last weekend. Ohio State coming to town next weekend. Give me Minnesota to upset Penn State. Hey, last one I got. Georgia Tech. I don't care what what the line is. It's for my boy Christian. Their money. I would you you cut me off, but my last game is Georgia Tech minus three. Virginia. Uh, Virginia's offense nice. was badass last year when they didn't have Tony Elliott as their head coach. When Bronco Mendenhall was their head coach. When the lefty quarterback was slinging it. Now Clemson's OC from last year is. Running the offense, they suck so bad. Ole Miss basically made Georgia Tech a new team. They are at home on Thursday night against Virginia. They suck. Give me Georgia Tech to win outright by three. Boomer, I, I just, I mean, you try to steal my thunder. Do you want to steal any more thunder? Uh, no, I, I, I think this is all I got left in the tank. You know, uh, I didn't have much of the tank to start. I just hope this week goes better than the last. That's all I can say. In the last two. In the last two. All right, oh. boys and girls. That's the card and a half for this week. Go Grizz. The Grizz are going to win the championship. John ja Morant, MVP, if you want to put some cash on it. That's free money. But until then, 
Keep your ear to the ground and let them ride. Thank <laughs> you.